I've looked everywhere except in the mirror. A client of mine and her husband were late arriving one morning to their workout, and she said it was because she'd lost an earring. So she wandered the house, one earring in her hand, looking for the other one to match it. Finally, her husband, you know, he went up, asked her, what's up, what's going on? She told him, I've lost and I can't find my other earring to match this one. She held it up for him to see. And he said to her, you mean like the one that's right there in your left ear? The answers are so effing many times right there. If we'll just look in the mirror. That's why I want you to move. I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. And no message could have been any clearer. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make that change. And it's time for another unbuckled, bumpy ride with your guide, the stark-raving lunatic himself. I'm Jim. Let's jump right in again. Welcome to my podcast based on my brand new book, available on Amazon, Live Life Lean, L-E-A-N. It's a year-long guide to gratitude and our daily grind. It's a book that combines some timeless wisdom from a whole lot of the world's wiser people with the reflections, reactions, and wisecracks of the guide's author, me. And it guides you, the reader, through the simplest system for a happy, healthy, authentic, and genuinely grateful everyday experience. I urge you to get the book. Of course I do. I wrote it. It's either at Amazon or at my website, amperage.com, A-M-M-P-U-R-A-G-E. But even without it, let's make next week better than last, our next year better than the past, and get started now with today's episode of... I've looked everywhere to find my lost earring. And hubby says, you mean like the one you're wearing in that ear? <laughs> yeah, she looked everywhere but in the mirror, at her ear, at herself. We look everywhere for answers, except not truly closely always at ourselves first. I wonder what life would be like if I ask first, what is the chance I am the answer to this mysterious problem needing solving? It's not just the symbolism of looking at ourselves first, you know, before we presume to look everywhere else, everywhere but right here. It can be more than just symbolic. It can be life-changing, which means it can be world-changing. If I learn to always ask, am I the answer regardless of the cause? I'll say that again. If I learn to always ask, am I the answer regardless of the cause? Relying on yourself, relying on ourselves, helps you to grow as an individual. And if we all grew individually, could you just freaking fracking imagine how we could grow and live long and prosper as a people? I love this movie quote from Tommy Lee Jones. I think it was in the Men in Black films, one of them. He said, a person is smart. People are stupid. Did you get that? Individually, we can be intelligent. 
but collectively we can become dumb unless we first max out our individual intelligence. And we do that by, as the man in the song said, starting with the man in the mirror. Whew, I'm asking him to change his ways. See, in this world, there's really only one true source that we can rely on to make our lives better and to achieve our fullest potential, ourselves. Yet we may have family and friends, spouses, significant others, still significant other babes, significant other boyfriends, both can be called SOBs, makes sense. Children, grandchildren, hell, even our Facebook friends and colleagues, they can help us out from time to time, but the only real control over what we do and what we achieve is over ourselves. We can and need to rely on ourselves to utilize and really realize our fullest potential. No one else can go ahead and force us to achieve greatness or to do the things that we're capable of. We can't be bossed into it. We can't be bullied, poked, prodded, or even persuaded into performing greatness. We must choose, no matter who chews on our butts in order to try and get us to do something. Is that a pledge pin on your uniform? <laughs> Thanks, Twisted Sister. We need to convince and motivate ourselves to do it continuously, which means we must rely on ourselves to help us grow, help us grow as individuals and achieve the great things that we're capable of doing. Ma'am, but that's so big and heavy. Where do we start? I mean, I have so much potential. Where do I begin? I have so many countless skills and talents and powers. So which do I choose to use and flip the fast forward switch on? Which trigger do I pull? I mean, there are so many. <laughs> yeah, that's what I believe. That's how I act. And of course, that's why I'm listening to some guy on a podcast tell me to start by staring in the mirror. Hell, I may as well just stream Michael Jackson and listen in my sleep. Huh? It can't be that easy to just look into a mirror. Or can it? Mm hmm. See, the problem is when we look into the mirror, are we really looking into the mirror or are we looking for supportive evidence of what we already assume is the reality? The facts, the truth, the conclusion that we've already jumped to? Like the earring story earlier? The woman in question had looked in the mirror, but not for the possible fact that she had not mentally tracked her actions. She wasn't looking to find the facts. She was sure she already knew what the facts must have been, what they had to be. So why look honestly and completely at everything about her? Everything about what she did or did not do, what she could or could not find, she looked at the mirror and saw what she always thought she saw. But she didn't look into the mirror and into the person in that mirror, into what part she played in solving her own problem. And guess what? She's not alone in this. I do it every damn time when I project and blame my wife for something just because she was involved probably really involved. And yeah, damn it, I am still 100% certain that she did break that cleaner spray bottle. But because of that, did I look hard enough into me and into the my of it and see how I could still affect the desired outcome? No, uh -uh. I was seeing the reflection of what I thought my involvement was, not the injection of myself into solving the problem. I saw the reflection of what I thought my involvement was, not the injecting of myself into solving the problem. And don't even tell me that you can't relate. So here's what happened. I had to kill a spider. So yeah, there was no bug spray anywhere to be found. So I figured I'd kill him with cleanness. It works. I've done it before. So I grabbed the cleaner spray bottle from under the sink. 
looked at it on my way to the spider and I saw that the spray trigger handle plastic thing on the top was all cracked. I gave it a quick squeeze, nothing came out. As my wife stood there watching me, I said to her, why did you put a broken spray bottle back after you broke it? Damn! Am I a 101% dumbass man sometimes or what? And she? Well, you know what she said? She said, why would I break it? Yeah, like I thought she deliberately broke it. Now, we're both having two completely different conversations rather than the one we should, which was, which is, what's my role in this? P.S. Side note, it was cracked, but it did still work. If I kind of, you know, quick twisted the nozzle end of it, which my wife kindly did for me, but I am still mostly sure she broke it. Anyways, so for the first question, it needs to be, what is my part in this? What can I back up and where can I back the flock up and look for what I may have done? Shall we say maybe done less than perfectly? What's my staked claim in this and what's my stock in the blame here? And what do I have that I can contribute to the solution? Oh, that's a scary question to carry around. That's a burden that goes unasked. I wonder where I'll find the answer to that. Could it be in my mirror? See, if we know we have a skill that can help to make a positive impact on a solution in our world, whether it's near or far, big or small, that's on us, that's on me, and that's on you, brothers and sisters. Other than, you know, just what would encourage us to use that skill, like other people can tell us to, we still need to do it. Only we have the power to actually do the using of that skill. Therefore, it's vital that we rely on ourselves to get things done, take control in situations, improve ourselves as individuals, really work to achieve our greatness within the great messes that we find ourselves, that we encounter, and sometimes that we create. No one else can do that for us. They can only control their own inner greatness. Bring that out into the world. We have to do that for ourselves. Truly make an impact on the daily grind the best way that we can. When we really look, when I really look, when you really look into the mirror, what we see, who we see is different than who and how we see ourselves without that mirror. And I mean it's more than just a flipped mirror image of ourselves. We see and we find things about us, ways of seeing ourselves that were there all along, but we couldn't see them without really looking to find them, like an earring that we thought was lost. Like a problem-solving skill we'd always relied on someone else to arrive and save the day with. Look into the mirror. Look into the mirror to find not only what we think we're looking for, but also what we're meant to and need to find. Look into the reflection in the mirror and actually find a Bible truth. Yeah, here we go, getting biblical. Include in your looking in the mirror to see what that reflection shows you. There was a biblical reference to a silversmith. And he put the silver into the fire and kept it there just long enough. How did he know when the silver was refined? When it had been exposed to the heat long enough that he could see his own reflection. The very image of the craftsman can be seen in the blade, in the silver, in the mirror. It's no coincidence that we use silver in the back of our mirrors to make us see the image that we're meant to see. Our image, crafted and made in God's image. We need to focus honestly on what we need to see. The truth be told, the world can probably already see. Oftentimes, though, we walk around acting like they don't, like they can't. 
Reminds me of a story of Arnold Schwarzenegger. He used to say that to be successful, you need to focus less about yourself and more on the needs and interests of others. Now, to an extent, that's true, but not without extending ourselves first, putting ourselves out there to see and to be seen. When Arnold once lost a bodybuilding competition, back, I'm assuming it was back in the 70s, might have been 80s, he was told at that time his calves were too small, probably in the 70s then. So what did he do? He cut the lower leg off all his sweatpants to put his challenged weakness out there for all the world to see and for him to see in every gym mirror that he walked by. Because you know, if we just look down on things, they always look bigger when we look down on them from that angle. Like everything looks bigger looking down on them. Your feet, your ankles, your calves, your... Okay, gentlemen, we'll leave that one alone. <laughs> My clients pay me to be their mirror, to show them how they can clearly see what they do right, what they do dangerously wrong, how far they've come, and how much more potentially is still out there for them to choose, for them to chase, for them to chow their chompers on. I am paid to be their mirror. You are forever paying yourself and the world big life bucks when you look deeply into the mirror. But imagine if you were like me, if you were someone else's mirror. What would you see and what would you want them to see? My favorite lyrics from the Man in the Mirror song are these. A widow deeply scarred, somebody's broken heart, and a washed out dream. They follow the pattern of the wind you see. That's why I'm starting with me. If you could look into someone, as they looked into the mirror, as if, as if you were hidden inside the mirror and they could not see you seeing them, when you looked into the eyes of a widow deeply scarred, what do you think you'd see? What do you think she sees? What would you want her to see? Now, be her mirror. When you looked into the eyes of someone surviving a broken heart or someone with a life dream that got all washed out, what do you think you'd see? What do you want them to see? Now, be that mirror. But do unto others only as you'd have done unto you. Look into that mirror and see. See your reality of what is still powerfully capable and left for you to be. Start right there in the mirror. And now more words of wisdom to wow your socks off from the Live Life Lean Guide itself. Entry number 109. God has entrusted me with myself. Epictetus. And the guide's point of view on this? Yeah, God entrusted me. Then I broke rules, tried to hide it, got punished, aka banished, wandered lost for a lot of years, rejected someone who offered to help, and now, now I'm beginning to question God's skill for character assessment. So what do you think about this? Using the Live Life Lean Guided System, what have you learned recently that's new? Where are you earning? It's not just handed to you. Where are you adding to the world that's not only about you? Now reflect on this, respect it, be grateful for it, and before you navigate somewhere next, please like, subscribe, and share to show you care. Thank you for listening. I hope you're enjoying your copy of the Live Life Lean, L-E-A-N guide. Enjoying it almost as much as I did creating it. And if you don't have a copy yet, go on over to Ampurage.com or Amazon 
and get started today experiencing the amazing power of knowing every day is literally yours to be grateful about. And you need never feel unfulfilled again. I'm Jim Hall. And until next time, good health, God bless. And now, go get a little dirty learning something new. Earning what's not given to you. Adding to this crazy world that we share. And navigating your way to something new. And next.